You know, if you keep sitting like that, you're going to break your damn legs off one of these days. Leon took his hand off the steering wheel and gestured at my feet, which were on the ambulance's passenger side dashboard. Only if you crash, I glanced up from the clipboard in my lap. Though, with the way you drive, that wouldn't surprise me. Hey, back off my driving. And if you're that worried I'm going to crash, put your goddamn feet down. I'm not worried. I signed to the bottom of my report and flipped to the next page. Besides, if you do crash, and I do break my legs, you have everything you need to put them back together. I pointed with my pen at the back of the bus. You keep your feet up like that. I'm going to let you suffer when your legs break. Keep staring at my legs instead of the road, and I might have to tell Zoe I've turned you to my side. He shot me a horrified look. Oh, don't you even think about it, you son of a bitch. Then quit staring at my... Hey, the road! Watch the fucking road! Leon looked up and swerved just in time to avoid hitting the curb. Now, see? See, if I'd crashed just then... My legs would have been fine, and I'd have used them to kick your ass. I glared at him, then went back to filling out my report. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He slowed the ambulance to a stop at an intersection and stretched his arms while he waited for the light to turn green. Man, it's getting to be dinner 30. Dinner 30? I laughed. It's not even five o'clock. Besides, weren't you just eating before we left the station? He let out a huff of a breath. Yes, Nick, he threw me a glare. And I didn't get to finish it because we left the station. Damn, those inconsiderate people. I sighed dramatically and put the back of my hand against my forehead. Getting hurt and keeping you away from your food. He started to come back with something snide, but the radio crackled to life. Code 1, Code 1, shooting at Jackson and 14th. Multiple casualties. All units respond. We were just blocks away from the location. Leon and I exchanged glances, and he gave a sharp nod. I picked up the radio. Dispatch, this is 27. On our way to Jackson and 14th, over. Leon accelerated through the intersection as he flipped on the lights and siren. I dropped my clipboard and feet to the floor. God only knew what the scene would be like, but I had little doubt there would be blood, and lots of it. So I went ahead and pulled on a pair of rubber gloves. Busy night in Masontown tonight, isn't it? He said. I didn't reply. We'd already been to that neighborhood once tonight, but that wasn't unusual. Between the people so wasted they couldn't remember how to care for themselves and those who were too poor to do so, Masontown was no stranger to flashing red lights. Sex and substances were the staple crops of that place. This wasn't the first shooting we'd attended there, and I doubted it would be the last. As signs, cars, and buildings blurred past us, I shifted into autopilot. Training kicked in, pushing emotions to the back of my mind, along with any thoughts I didn't need for the task at hand. It wasn't apathy per se, but it was close. Something to keep me calm and focused on the clinical, so I could do my job. In minutes, we'd arrived at the scene. A small crowd had gathered, but there were no flashing lights in sight, except for our own reflecting off cars and windows. Think it's safe? Leon asked. Or do we wait for the cops? I surveyed the scene. With no police in sight, it was our discretion to move in or wait. In this case, there didn't appear to be anyone brandishing a weapon, so it was probably safe for us to attend. 
That, and shootings usually meant serious injuries that couldn't wait long. Safe as it's going to be, I unbuckled my seatbelt. Let's go. I went into the back, grabbed the jump kit, and stepped outside. There was blood on the pavement, panic in the air, and four people on the ground. No one else looked to be injured, but the wounded still outnumbered us for the time being. Triaging the scene, I silently cursed the budget cuts that had only two people manning the ambulance instead of three or four. I could use a few more pairs of hands right now, you fucking bean counters. I went from patient to patient, assessing wounds and vitals as quickly as I could. Triaging a situation like this always did weird things to the passage of time, or at least my perception of it. I moved in slow motion while everyone around me was in fast forward, and even they couldn't keep up with the rapid fire ticking of the clock. One male was in obvious pain, with blood seeping between his fingers as he gripped his upper...